David Graham is a speaker, author, businessman, former pastor, and founding director of Youth with a Mission Montana. He is also the author of the song, In Moments Like These. This song appropriately describes this podcast, which is a short, biblically-based, and encouraging devotional influenced by David's lifetime of personal moments. These moments are shared with a heart to encourage and inspire you to see Him, our Heavenly Father, at work in your own moments. I know this is David's heart in sharing because he has spent my lifetime speaking hope and encouragement into my own heart. If you would, take a few minutes and listen today. I am really proud of the things that he has done throughout his life, but what I am most proud of and grateful for is for the kind of dad, daddy, he has been to me. I told you back in episode nine that I would be finishing this story. So here it is. These moments unfolded early Thursday morning, February 3rd of 1994. Kathy and I had been invited to the annual National Prayer Breakfast at the Washington Hilton Hotel in Washington, D.C., which is sponsored annually by the United States Senate and House of Representatives. Seated at the two tables on either side of the podium at the front of the conference center was President Bill and Mrs. Clinton, along with Vice President Al and Mrs. Gore, and a few other select dignitaries. We had each been handed a program after passing through security, which gave the order for the morning event. On it was a list of guest speakers who would be speaking or offering prayers both before and after breakfast. One I especially remember was Don Shula, the long-standing head coach of the NFL's Miami Dolphins. I was very moved by his words of faith. After all the people listed on the program had spoken, the MC stood up again to the podium between the head tables and announced that we would now have the pleasure of listening to another special guest. He turned around as a velvet curtain parted just behind him, and out came a little 83-year-old woman, clothed in a humble old robe and a simple head covering. It was Mother Teresa. Moments later, Mother Teresa dared to say what no one else there dared to say. A hush fell over the entire auditorium as she began by reading these words from Matthew chapter 25. On the last day, Jesus will say to those on his right hand, Come, enter the kingdom. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was sick and you visited me. Then Jesus will turn to those on his left hand and say, Depart from me, because I was hungry and you did not feed me. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was sick and you did not visit me. These will ask him, When did we see you hungry or thirsty or sick and did not come to your help? And Jesus will answer them, Whatever you neglected to do unto one of the least of these, you neglected to do unto me. And then Mother Teresa interpreted the phrase, the least of these. She didn't hold back, 
for about 20 minutes, she talked about the defenseless, unborn children of the world, and, as one reporter later summarized it, the violence of abortion. She even said this, any country that accepts abortion is not teaching its people to love, but to use violence to get whatever they want. When the old, frail, and tiny, but powerful woman finally concluded, the auditorium erupted. The same reporter finished his article with this comment. The standing ovation and applause began and became nearly unanimous, with four notable exceptions. Four at the head table. Kathy and I stood there applauding in amazement. Despite her being in the presence of some of the most powerful people in the world, Mother Teresa spoke absolutely fearlessly. It didn't matter to her one bit who was sitting beside her or in front of her. She was going to boldly speak on behalf of God's kingdom. And I knew her Father in heaven, just above her, was very proud of her. And that story, dear friend, leads me to the heart of today's episode. It's about life principle number six. It was spoken to me on day two of those special counseling sessions in the summer of 1982 with, well, the Holy Spirit. If you just flinched a little when I said that, you may want to go back and listen to episode 19 called The Spirit in the Chair to help clarify. I would be given 10 life principles in all, and principle number six was, never fear man. When the Holy Spirit shared the never fear man principle, he said, David, you are a son of the Heavenly Father. Understanding the significance and authority of this position results in fearlessness. Why would you? The Father's Son, fear those who are not His sons and who are fearful. I, I didn't know why. I thought about it some more. He was right, as if he'd ever been wrong. Why would a child of God fear those who are not children of God? Unless they themselves know God, there isn't a king, there isn't a prime minister, there isn't a president, there isn't anyone on this earth who can stand with more significance, authority, and fearlessness than a son or daughter of God. I felt prompted to look at the book of Psalms, so I opened my Bible to Psalm 118 and read down to verse 6 where David said, The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Solomon followed in his father's steps with these words in Proverbs 29.25. Fear of man will prove to be a trap, but whoever trusts in the Lord will be kept safe. And those verses made me think once more of those reassuring words in Romans 8.28. Listen again. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. No matter what happens in life, including those things we don't like or understand, 
the father always champions his children. Regardless of the tough challenges along the way, the children who love him will ultimately experience that all things do work together for their good. The same chapter goes on to say in verse 31, If God is for us, who can be against us? And I love the words in verses 35 through 39. And in this hour, we need to hear these words. Every day, remind ourselves of these words. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons, neither present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation, including ungodly men, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. After reading all those encouraging words from the Word, I was reminded of a short and true story I had heard many years before that had really stuck with me. It went something like this. A pastor walked out of a church building late one Sunday morning after most of his congregation had gone home and headed for his car in the nearly empty church parking lot. As he approached his car, he noticed an unfamiliar vehicle parked next to it. When he got to his car and inserted the key into the door, a man, who had been hiding in the unfamiliar vehicle, suddenly jumped out, pulled a gun, pointed at the pastor's face, and said, Pastor, today you're going to die. I presume the man didn't like something about the pastor. Well, the pastor looked the gunman, the challenger, in the eyes and said, Mister, if today is my day to die, then by all means, pull the trigger. But if it isn't, then I must warn you, you are in very great danger. You know, I never heard exactly what happened next, but the pastor, well, he lived to tell the story. The pastor was right, you know. It was the gunman who was in danger. He was the one who was not under the care of the Heavenly Father. The pastor was, and the pastor didn't fear man. Dear friend, I urge you to never give in to the fear of man. Man is only matter, and no matter what their size, their strength, their intelligence, their popularity, or their position, they are only men, dust, innately fearful, vulnerable human beings who we are never to fear and never bow down to. Be fearless, dear friend. You are one of God's sons and daughters, and there are none who are more loved and have more authority on this earth than we children of the one true and powerful Father and King. Dear Holy Spirit, thank you for bringing us this message. 
you change our lives and bring us peace with your counsel, just as Jesus promised you would. Jesus, you are the solid rock on which we stand, and you modeled for us how to live fearlessly. Father, you are the supreme leader of the earth and the universe beyond. Help this one release all of their fears. Let this dear one feel your power today. Let it be. You've been listening to In Moments Like These with David Graham. If you'd like to contact David or find out more information about In Moments Like These, please visit InMomentsLikeThese.com.